Welcome to the Mammoth the Plumbers podcast, where we talk and learn about the plumbing industry and what is moving other businesses forward. I'm your host, Tyler Williams. Let's get the conversation started. Okay, welcome to episode three. Um, today, I've got, again, Jared Williams with Prospector Plumbing and Heating, who's a client of mine, um, talking about something that I think more businesses need to think about uh, and, it, and it's, a, it's a mind game, it's psychological, and that is the pricing your services. And this is something that, that really crosses lots of businesses. I'd say anybody in a service-based industry has a hard time with pricing. Yep. So, um, I mean, just give me your philosophy of pricing. Well, let's start with how most people price, right? Yeah, okay. And even what I did in the beginning, and... Not that I came up with this on my own, but it's something that I learned to do was to price right. But in the beginning, I went, first went into business and I was like, okay, well, what are other people charging? So I literally, I got on the phone, I called all the shops in town. All the I was starting with service work because it was an easy place to start. I called all the shops in town. Hey, what's your hourly rate? I didn't know you did that. Yeah. Yeah, no, that's Way smart. back in the day. Um, even this was like seven years ago. Hey, what's your hourly rate? Over one thirty, over one fifty-five, or one ten, or one twenty. And I thought, okay, I got I'm going to start cheaper than everybody, so that I can get, yeah. so that I'll get the it's most. Like work. the cardinal sin of business. <laughs> it is. It's, it was, like looking back on it, it was so stupid. If you want to be overworked and underpaid, that's a good way to start. <laughs> yeah. Yep. And then, yeah. So then you price yourself cheap, and then people don't hire you because you're a good plumber. They hire you because you're cheap. Yeah. And so you get the cheap customers, you get the cheap kind of work, and you... you well, and you can only provide the cheap kind of work. Yeah, you, you right? can't provide good quality service without charging for it. Yeah. So when you're when you're charging that $100, $120, $130, $140 an hour, you're, you, you can't afford to do good service. Yeah. Especially if you try to hire somebody. Well, yeah, that was what I was All of a sudden, to. you're like pushing that guy to sell more or do more, and it just doesn't work out. No. Um, so that's how you start. That, that's how most plumbing business start pricing. So what, what told you that your pricing was off and too low? What were the symptoms? Well, I had those you know, year stints where I just worked by myself, and I, could, I made enough to make a decent living, have money in the bank, pay all my bills, but at the end of the year, I looked at what my business did, and I said, there's no way there's no way I can hire somebody. There's no way I could afford to buy another van, to hire somebody, to fill it with tools and materials. It's, it's, can't afford it, and it's too risky. Yeah, your insurance costs go up. All your, all yeah. your, everything just changes. Yeah, yeah, so at the end of the year, you have some money left over in the bank as a business owner. And I looked at it as like, okay, this employee would cost me more than I paid myself last year, likely. And then how much money would I have left in the bank had I paid him to do the work? It was so minimal, it wasn't worth it. Yeah. Well, isn't that one of the reasons why you stopped? Yeah. Yeah. Like. Yeah, I was like, well. Yeah, just to remind people, like, he had a couple stints of yeah. trying to be a plumbing business. It didn't work yeah. until he finally found his groove in his model. Go listen to episode one yep. if you want to sort of figure that out. But, um. Yeah, it was like you just don't have enough. There's no. just not enough to go around. There's not. And that's solely because you're not charging enough. 
And, and it's, go ahead. It, well, so what, I mean, how did, it, like, when you, when you finally kind of figured out your groove, yep. I know pricing was a big component of that. Huge. Yeah. So what, what was it like when you were like, I guess I'm going to charge this. And it was super scary. <laughs> how, how was, you, I thought there was, there's no way I could charge this. Yeah. There's no way I could charge. I, you know, I hired a business coach like we talked about in episode one. And he helped me out, figure out my pricing, figure out all my expenses. Luckily, I had that from being in business before. I could figure out what all my expenses were. And then if I wanted to charge a good service and have a couple employees, what all those expenses would look like. And basically divide that by the amount of hours that I have available in a year to sell. And add your profit in there, and that becomes your hourly rate. And it's likely double what you're, you know, if you're in the $100 hour, 120 130 140 150 it's likely double what you're charging now. Yeah. So to go from, I think I went from charging 240 to, or no, 140 to 250 was mm-hmm. my. That was your big jump. That was my yeah. big price jump. And I was like, oh, holy okay. cow, there's no way. So then you do it. Had to. Yeah. I mean, well, once I, you once you know all your expenses and how many available hours you have to sell, even if you just run it just solely for yourself, you're not charging enough just for yourself. Yeah. If you include your health insurance and your retirements and your van expenses, all your business expenses, your owner pay, and your one your one guy going around, you're not charging enough if you're in that. And that's the thing. A lot of people think, oh, I'm just going to be a plumber. I'm going to do my lifestyle business. And then they wake up, you know, 20, 30 years later, and they've run their themselves. And, and, they, have, and they have nothing. Yeah. Yep. And that's I've, just not a sustainable, sustainable way to live. Yeah. I've seen it so many times just in our area. Yeah. Business owners, plumbing business owners who are 60, 70, 80, can't retire because they spent their whole career. They might even have three or four trucks on the road. They spent their whole career just chasing that next dollar because they weren't charging enough mm-hmm. to actually be able to put money away in the bank. And okay, so you make you make that shift, and, and you start yeah. and you, you start just what invoicing out at that higher rate. Um, yeah. So, I mean, the the next step after raising your prices is that you know if you went from 140 to 250, and you went to a customer's house and you said, hey. Uh, yeah, I'm $250 an hour. Um, it's probably going to take me two hours to change that out, so it's going to be 500 bucks. They think to themselves, whoa, $250 an hour? Yeah. That's like, that's lawyer fees. That's like, you're like charging like you're a lawyer. You're just a plumber. <laughs> they don't understand all those expenses that go into your hourly rate. Yep. They don't get it. They're used to lawyers charging that much. They're not used to plumbers saying they charge 250 an hour. So the way you get around that is it's not that they're not willing to pay that for the work. It's that they're not willing to pay you that per hour. Mm -hmm. And it's a really weird thing with customers. There's another component. Yeah. Yeah. And so if you can give them, you know, if you can go to a job and say instead, okay, this is going to take me two hours. So you go to the customer and say, hey, I can get this work done for you. You know, it's going to cost X amount of dollars. Always give them the price up front. Flat rate. Flat rate pricing, it's not a new thing. It's 
some people think it's ripping the customer off. Um, I find that we're able to offer a much better service using flat rate pricing structure. And it's the only way you can go about charging what you really need to charge to make your business successful. So there's there's the two things to think about, if I can keep them both in my head. Yeah. Um, one is when you're charging hourly. And I'm a service-based business. And yeah. I'm trying to move more and more of my business into the flat rate model. Yeah. Because um, I think that's that, like the flat rate model works really well for it does. Um, services. And you don't even realize how well it works until you do it. Yeah. And until you start getting your brain in that yep. brain space. So yeah. like I have a rate sheet that's filled out, you know, with how many hours I think something's going to take. And overall, we do okay. Yeah. But... Um, one of the biggest things that I found with hourly charging is if you're good, you get punished. Yeah. If you, because you're doing the work good, fast, and then suddenly you're not making as much. Not only that, if you're bad, who gets punished? Yeah. The customer. Mm -hmm. So if you have a 10 man shop and you've got some guys that knock it out in an hour, some guys it takes four hours. Let's say you go to the customer's house twice for the same thing and the first time it costs 250 bucks and the second time it costs a thousand bucks who's you know what's the customer going to think about that yeah and then who's getting the short end of the stick when your one guy's super good plumber does it in an hour versus your guy who is just average joe plumber it takes him four hours mm-hmm. you can't have a 10-man shop full of excellent rock star plumbers that are all going to do it in an hour it's not going to happen so by Changing the flat rate method, you avoid all that confusion. To the customer, it's the same price every single time. They know exactly what to expect. It also allows your plumbers to know what to do. Yes. Yeah. Um, I I mean, it's big for us because we were we were in a model where, okay, cool, we charge hourly. And then, you know, let's say an ad campaign just isn't firing right. And we're like, man, okay, why don't we just redo this ad because we think it's the creative or we want to spend a little bit more time in this. Yeah. Having to run to the customer every time to Mm -hmm. say, can you authorize this effectively a change order? Um, Yep. It it just puts a bad taste in their mouth because then you're nickel and diming. Yep. Um, But then also you're empowering your plumbers who, who ultimately are your sales guys. Yep. Right. When they show up, they're able to, like, check a chart and say, yeah. yes, ma'am, it'll cost this much. And then... And they can also look yeah. at it and go, this should take me this long. Yes. Yeah. You have you have your metrics built out. Yeah. Yes. And, and then, yeah. I think that's another thing people don't realize is um, you need to be watching your time even if you're not charging your time. Yes. Yeah. I mean, ultimately, yeah. We have had this argument with our buddy Alex all the time that... Every business sells time, not a, I mean, not a product. Yeah. So we're selling time ultimately. Yeah. We're putting it to the customer as a product. So when you when you finally got your pricing where it needed to be, uh-huh. um, you know, I think some guys would go like, oh, sweet, I can profit this much. But you got to realize that some of that profit is not for you to take home at the end of the day. Right. It's for your business. Yep. And so... It becomes the money you invest yep. in order to get you to the next step. And that's how you grow your business. Yeah. With, without having to go to the bank and get a big loan, you can grow your business just from cash flow. So, and it seems like where people get hung up, it's, it's the psychology. It's the, I'm it not worth it. Yeah. Yep. And we have to realize is you are 100% worth it. Mm-hmm. If, like me, it took 
I had to work for nine years before I could get the licensing to open my business. I had to go through an approved apprenticeship program, nine years of working, um, like five or six different business licenses here in Alaska. When you show up to a customer's house for an hour, they are paying you for all that knowledge and experience and know-how. And it's worth, you know, there's we have a huge shortage in labor trades right now. It's worth more and more every day. The bigger the shortage, the more valuable your knowledge is. And the, most plumbers have way more, they're worth more than they think. Yeah. The, um, one of the best analogies I heard, and this was to like appliance repair, mm-hmm. was you don't show the guy, you, the guy doesn't show up to turn, like to, you know, do the work. Yeah. He's actually showing up. So he, it's, it's not for him to turn the screw. You, you are not paying him to turn the right screw. Right. Or you're paying him to know which screw to turn. Yep. So I kind of bungled that up. But, yeah, I mean, the philosophy is still there. Right. Like, yeah. Um, Homeowner might have to go turn 10 screws. He knows exactly which screw to exactly. go turn, and he turns it. Yeah, he knows how to do the job. Yep. And, and he knows how to do it right well, the first time without think, him having to come back. And I think, like, if you really start thinking about it, it's not ethical to the business owner to undercharge and no it's not because ultimately if you're undercharging you then cannot grow your business well and you can't pay your employees what they need can't pay your employees what they need you can't take care of your customers how they need Mm -hmm. if you're not going to charge enough to stay in business and be successful and you're going to go out of business because of it then how is that serving your customer yeah it's not so if you're offering a service that nobody is providing, when you go out of business, that service goes away. That is n- that is not serving your customer. So, I think I think and I think that's the big thing that people forget because I yep. I'm in a service based business. I've done the same thing. I've undercut, undercut, undercut. I was a freelancer for a long time before I had an agency, right? Mm-hmm. And I tried to be the cheapest guy on the block because yep. I was competing with this person or that person. But I completely underestimated how important the service, not necessarily the product or yep. the actual like job I was doing, yeah. but my service yep. overall, like how well I took care of the customer. Yep. Like you got to work that into your pricing. And, you, and like you said, if you're undercharging, yep. you can't supply them your customers with good service. Nope. You're, like you're selling them that experience and everybody, every business's experience is different. And so all businesses are going to have different pricing. If they're pricing based on their expenses, then they're all going to have different pricing because a greater, a better service or a better customer experience is going to cost more money. And so those companies are going to be a little more expensive. Yeah. Um, a good example of this is actually one of our um, auto shops. They're just down the road from me. And yeah. they're called Metro Garage. And they do an awesome job yep. at service. And they started, they really like hit the map as the place to go. Mm-hmm. And um, I took my truck there. Yeah. And, and yeah, the service was awesome. I never awesome. had that Their kind of store service. looks cool. Yeah, it does yeah. look cool. They, 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 they do branding right. They yep. do service right. It's very much similar to your model. It is. You know, getting text messages with um, links to here's what your vehicle needs. Yep. I got a phone call. And, and in this case, the person is like, it's not worth doing. Yep. You should 
think about switching vehicles. Yeah. <laughs> so I was like, all right. Yeah, so they invested in that software that comes at a cost, yeah. which makes their prices a little higher. But people like me and you enjoy that service, so we're willing to pay that higher price to have that service. Well, it, I think that's, you know... Not everybody's a bottom dollar shopper. People don't charge for admin time. That's something that, yeah. that they don't realize that they should be charging for admin yeah. time. And that's something that I've noticed um, as well is, you know, if you're providing a good service, like filling out all those forms, making sure the records are updated, communicating with the customer, all that back and forth yep. takes time. It might not be you working on the pipes. Right. But if you have to bankroll that person's time to do that data entry, that's just as valuable if your service is a component. Yep. So, anything else you want to talk about in regards to pricing? Yeah, just be just know your pricing. I think that's that's how you get around the psychology. Don't guess your pricing. Don't call around and see what everybody else is pricing. <laughs> that's what you did. Don't try to be the most expensive or the cheapest or right in the middle. Figure out exactly what your pricing should be. Break down all your expenses. You know how many hours are available for you to work in a year. You're, if you're doing service work, you're not going to bill out all those hours. You're likely only going to be 70% efficient. I think that's what national average is. That's good to know. Figure out how many hours that actually gives you billed out and price yourself properly. So and when you do that, that helps your helps your psychology go away. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think when you start taking a look at the numbers. Yeah. And when you hire a guy, when you hire your first guy and you're priced right, and he, you see the tiny little bit of money that he makes you every month, you're going to be like, oh. It kind of works. I can't be cheaper. I get it now. Yeah. 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 Especially if you're paying your people what they should be making. Yeah. In order to, to get good guys in your, yeah. in your crew as mm-hmm. well. Because you could hire, you know, uh, employees who aren't necessarily a good fit. Yep. Um, you could hire a cheaper employee that isn't going to take care of your customer like you want. Yeah but then you're not offering the value that you want to offer. Yep. Yep. And if everybody is making what they should for the services provided, whether it's the employee or the business owner, um, the business works. The business works. And that's the goal. Okay. Cool. Well, we hope this was interesting and informative. If you want to find out more about running a plumbing company, uh, go to mammothforplumbers.com. That's where we've got the other episodes, and there'll be more to come. Um, And, again, thanks, Jared, for stopping by. So that's it. Thanks for tuning in. If you found this information useful, by all means, go to mammothforplumbers.com where you can learn more about how other businesses are pushing their business forward. And we hope that this made a mammoth difference for you in your business today. Thanks. Thanks.